Okay, guys. So as you know, we've been thinking about um, the hot topic this week, uh, which has been how to make sure my wedding day will be memorable. And I remember from our wedding, we had a, a number of kind of points that we wanted to hit to make sure that people had a really, really good time. And one of them was absolutely 100% the music, the dancing, the disco. This was a, a huge, huge thing for us. And so we piled hours and hours and hours into the planning of it, trying to make sure that there were tracks that everybody would like so that everybody would have a good time. And like Charlie said earlier, getting people to mingle, absolutely essential. Um, if we'd had the budget, I think we would have had a Kaylee because they're great. We love them. Um, but sadly, it just wouldn't fit, fit into, into our budget, which was a shame. Um, especially considering that we did actually get married in Scotland in Inverness. That would have been, uh, would have been very apt, I think. Uh, so Charlie, have you got any thoughts on, on how to make sure that, um, a wedding day would be super memorable? Um, to make it super mem memorable, I think there's certain things that make it memorable. The venue is obviously one. Uh, the person you're marrying definitely is another one. Um, the the food probably, and the well, the photographs, of course, because that's what you're going to remember uh, looking back at your photographs. And the music, I think, is a very important ingredient because if it's a band, they're probably going to be playing for or five hours at the end of your night. You're, you're bound to remember. I'd hope you'd remember some of that. Yeah. Depends how much of the uh, the dancing juice you've had. Yes, I had the go-go juice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, and especially if someone's never been to Cayley before, we, we get a lot of weddings in Scotland where the, the bride or groom's English, and there's a whole contingency that comes up from England, and they wouldn't know Cayley stuff, and they're a bit nervous, but for them, every time the English have been straight up onto the dance floor, wanting to take part because it's a total novelty to them. And mm. they, they definitely go home with memories. People have said to us that we played at my wedding it's 20 years ago and they're still, they're still talking still about it. Yeah. I even had one bride that played at our first wedding and sadly she got divorced and years later she got married again. And she says, do you remember they played my wedding before? I, says, I, I couldn't remember, no. Because everything was right apart from the husband. So, mm. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> I suppose the great thing about a Kaylee versus anything else musically is that you, you give the instructions, don't you? So if somebody hasn't done it before, um, they get that full set of instructions, and then in no time they're having a super great time. Yeah, all, all the dances that we do, they're all easy, so you don't need to have any previous experience. Mm -hmm. Some of the, there are complicated dances. We tend to, we think of them more as the Scottish country dancing stuff, where you go to classes to learn how to do them, but Kaylee dancing is much more sociable, and you don't need to be uh, nimble on your feet. Anybody can really take part in it. And the instructions that we give at the start, they're very clear, very I mean, they have to be very simple. They have to be very clear because people have been in there partaking. And, you know, with, with the the difficult ones, we do at the beginning of the evening and they, they get easier as the night goes on. Right. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> well, <laughs> I hadn't spotted that one before. Yeah. <laughs> but they're all, they're all easy. Everyone. Even our difficult ones, they're so easy. That's brilliant. I mean, sometimes people don't know their right arm from their left arm these days. That is still 
how, how do you actually get around that situation when you're shouting, you know, to the re- to the left, to the right, or people don't know they're left and right? I just say the other right or the other left. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I guess through. <laughs> you get there in the end. Yeah. I... Brilliant. And so, Gordon, what do you think? What makes uh, what would make sure that a wedding a wedding day would be memorable? I think um, I think there's so many elements come into it, and you're probably different for for the bride and different for the groom. Um, I did a wedding recently, and um, the the groom was very much all about the music, and it was a huge part. They didn't have a Kaylee, which I was a, a bit disappointed at, but um, they actually had quite a lot of friends who were musicians, so they all were, were up doing uh, a couple of pieces and things like that. And then um, the guide spent, I think. You know, his his contribution to the planning of the wedding was the playlist, and he'd spent all his time putting this together and had a great, um, great joy and and pride in it, I suppose. And and he um, he he wanted me to capture the 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 dancing, um, and he said that was going to be one of the big memories for him was, um, and in fact there's I got some fantastic show um, up in everybody's shoulders, and uh, I, he was actually um, it was. Fortunately, he was aware that he was being a true Scotsman, so he managed to um, hide his embarrassment um, whilst on top of these people's shoulders. So um, there were no not too many shocking shots shots at the end. But for 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 the bride, for her, what was terribly important was um, she wanted everybody to have a good time and to be relaxed, and and she wanted the photographs to reflect that. Um, and also that um, the food was very important. Um, it wasn't so much about the actual um, setting. Both of them were very um, sort of brief with that. They'd actually given the, the um, it was a, a, a humanist um, a celebrant and they'd given them instructions to keep it to the absolute bare minimum, which was more or less, do you take this man and do you take this lady? And that was, that was about it. They weren't concerned with that aspect of it. But they wanted everybody to be um, there with them, and 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 to be for it to be relaxed and and not not too formal actually. And they definitely wanted the the photography to to reflect that. Um, I, but I think as as well as about the the memories, um, the photo, the photography is about the memories, and it's something they can come back to at a later date and 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 look at, and it's. Um, it's trying to get those shots that um, are maybe a wee bit different. Everybody's got, you know, pictures of the bridal group together, if you like. Everybody that wee moment where the the bride maybe has a tear in her eye or the the, the, the mother of the bride, and, and you're trying to capture those moments that, that are long-standing and memorable and, and are um, ones that they'll keep going back to to look at and hopefully will then sort of bring the, 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 the memories when they're talking about it. But the the music, I think, you know, is I, I know myself. Whenever I've been to a, uh, been to a wedding, and it's, it's, that's it that you always talk about with your friends and with the families, you know, um, how the dancing went, who was doing what, and and as as we were saying, how much of the the falling just falling down juice people have had. Yeah, it's too too true. Uh, it's funny that you brought up food actually, because that reminds me that. We had a, a wedding barbecue buffet. So uh, they cooked the barbecue food in advance and brought it in, obviously, to serve it. But then it was a buffet. And we were very much of the opinion that another way to get people to mingle well is to not have uh, such a formal, structured sit-down meal. So people can just get up and, and, and mingle and move about. And it worked quite well. Yeah. The, um, From the photographer's point of view, 
Um, whether or not the bridegroom want photographs to be taken at that point, um, and and some sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Uh, I had one um, a, a few months back where it was a complete bar from from being in the room while uh, any of the eating and and the speeches, in fact, were being made. Um, they didn't want any sort of interruption. I, I get that. I mean, I I make a point. I work very obtrusively I have um, a, a mirrorless camera which is very small in fact this is this is this is it here so so that's 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 it and I have another one with a slightly bigger lens on it but it's very is small that, and obtrusive you Fuji? get fantastic results about the Fuji yes yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and I've, I've it, they're, they're fantastic cameras but the thing is as well you're very unobtrusive so um, for the type of photography I want to do, I'm not I'm not there with buy, bangs uh, of big gear, and um, so it can be you know an opportunity to just fade into the background. O almost for me, it's ideal. You kind of want them, the, the party bridal party, to forget that you're there, so that you can do your job. Um, whereas for for Charlie, Char it's to be heard and seen and noticed much more. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I heard on the wind actually, Charlie, that you offer a composition service for weddings, which is interesting because I actually wrote a song for our wedding, and that's one of the ways I try to kind of um, put a personal stamp on our memories. But um, I think you know maybe having a piece of music composed, great idea. Yeah, I I I enjoy writing music, so it's uh, and I've got a studio here, so we can record the. The tune properly. I'm a Pro Tools uh, engineer, so wow. uh, I, can, I can make a right good job of recording it, and we can upload it to YouTube with photographs or um, send it to them in an audio file. They can get a PDF, and so they can print it out, put it in a nice frame, and have it as a memory as well. Um, that's, that's a fantastic idea. How long does it take? I mean, I know personally, like I, I dabble in music writing, and it takes me months to, to write a track or something. So how long, if, if someone was going to commission you, how long would that take, typically, that process? Um, once I have the tune organised, I can record it and do a video probably in a day. Wow. Uh, and if if it's the writing, the writing of it can sometimes take five minutes or it can sometimes take a few days or maybe it's an idea I've been developing and uh, I'll, I'll put it together when I'm happy with it. I find like when you're trying to do something creative, it's difficult to put a, a target because there's so many distractions in life that take you away from it all the time. Um, but so if somebody, if somebody approached you to, to have a piece of music commissioned, uh, yeah. would you ask them for ideas? Um, not too many ideas because if you start to restrict stuff, it's... Uh, a bit, uh, but uh, it can make it more difficult if you've got restrictions on what you what you can do. But I, I, I would I would stick with what I know. I would stick with like a Scottish style tune. So it might be a waltz or a stanspey or a reel or a jig. Then that way I know what's going to sound. And if it's if it's for a gent or then it's like something nice, like a, a Swiss play, it's kind of grand, it's got a grand kind of feel about it. It's almost like a march, but it's a particular type of music to the northeast of Scotland. There's a dotted rhythm in it, 
it has this very like like it always reminds me of a stag walking through the, through the mountains or something. But hi, <laughs> yeah, it's great, great, great imagery. The title. I mean, I'd let them choose the title if they said I wanted to be named after somebody. They can choose the title. They could say, well, I'd like a waltz. I go with that, but uh, I don't want them to tell me what key it's going to be in or how oh, many. Yeah, I doubt many people would even understand it, but um, yeah. <laughs> Something like that. And going back to what you were saying about the, the wedding venues, um, here they often have weddings, not just in hotels, in different places like halls. And mm-hmm. I think. I think some of the best weddings are the ones that you, you do in like a village hall where the people have either done their own, maybe done their own. It's not normal that people do their own catering, but some people are brave enough and get their family to take in stuff. But there may be higher-end caterers or there's a, a famous butcher here does a lot of barbecues and hog roasts and things. And I've seen guys doing like the pizza now in the back of a, mm. a and uh, But the, the, the village hall has a a completely different atmosphere to the hotel where it's very formal and the people are sat down and there might be another wedding going on next door or two or three weddings. Uh, I I, I like those weddings, the village hall ones. I I like the hotel ones as well, but there's something special about a village hall wedding. Yeah, it's that that, that real down-to-earth DIY feel. Yeah, yeah, and they can take their own own drink as well, so they're not getting shafted in the bar, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's yeah. I think um, having your own piece of music composed and then printed out and framed, I think that's a, a fantastic way of making your wedding day memorable. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and unique. Yeah. And kind of related to this, actually, Gordon. Um, speaking of memories, would you say? I know there's there's great debate on the internet right now as to whether people should go digital only or have an album. And what's your take on that? Uh, my take on that is actually not to do either of those things. <laughs> it, it's I I offer a system which is actually it's it's taking the idea of an album but kind of uh, deconstructing it in a way. Um, so basically, it's what 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 I call a um, a folio box. Um, so basically, you get an, a nice presentation box with. Um, it can be anything up to 30 prints in it um, that are all ready to be viewed. But at the high end, um, the box actually has a, a window. So you can take the, the print out and, and insert it in the window and actually have that as a, a permanent display. And then you can change it over as time goes on to, you know, it might be because you've got the grand, uh, not the grandparents, in laws coming, so you get that photo out. Or it might be, you know, special friends or whatever, or just because it was a special memory, and you can have that on display or and 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 choose, and then it's easy as well. It's 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 much more informal than a, a an album. You can pick up um, the individual prints and pass them around, and people can hold them and talk about them, and everybody can share in the um, and and viewing the wedding photographs instead of it just being the person who has the, the wedding album. If you've got a group of people, so it's a much nicer. Um, way of doing it. Um, I think printing um, the the photographs is is vitally important. I think that the, a lot of people do ask for the digital files, and um, I tend to um, give them the digital files if that's what they want. But okay. there, there's a price to that. Um, you know, 
some people expect they're just they're just digital files and it's they think it's a cheap thing and an easy thing, but actually you've invested an awful lot of time and money um and effort in processing those files. So actually they are very valuable uh, in their self and that are and I, I view them as kind of individual pieces of art in themselves. And mm. the next stage is the printing of them. Um and I feel that um, there's a bit of education needs to be done really to um, all clients, whether it be brides and grooms or people buying uh, fine art, that um, there, there's value in the digital file that has to be um, has to be met. Um, and ultimately, it's the print that's the most important, though. Um, and uh, I, I like I like the the, the folio box. It, it allows it allows the couple to have a lot of. Uh, choice and what goes into it, um, and and then from that, then they can um, from, from from that or from some other other things, they can choose maybe some large pieces of wall art for themselves, um, or um, also I also offer a sort of more customised option on the on the digital file size side of things, where I'll actually um, because of telling the story, I'll select the files that I think tell the story of the day best and turn it into a short video. With, with some music, if we can get music from the um, from the people, the band that was there, or maybe the favourite pieces that they had played playing in the background, then that adds to the memory for them as well. Fantastic. So, how how many photos on average would you say makes up a folio box? Folio box generally, uh, it's it's between twenty four and thirty in a folio box. So it's a bit similar to a, a traditional album, if you like, um, mm-hmm. uh, and. They, they can be done in a range of sizes as well, so it be, can be quite a nice gift, a smaller one, for um, for the, the 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 parents of the bride or or grandparents or whatever as well. So that a smaller version can be put together, um, which can be a nice a nice option as well. Um, I, really, the the thing is that the, there is the option to have more files um, than that um, and they can actually then choose to have them printed in a different way or to have them maybe put in a um, a, a multi-aperture uh, a frame, if you like, where you've maybe got half a dozen different sized images presented as well. And there's there's a lot of variety. Um, but I think the, the, the thing I particularly like about it is that, that that common sharing aspect that you get and the fact that they can have a permanent display of the favourite photograph, if, uh, you know, in the living room or wherever, um, if if they want to do that, um, it's a nice it's a nice alternative to the to the photo album. I love that idea because, as you know, being a photographer, sometimes you, you'll get sort of a photography option where you know you'll have an album and it will contain one hundred images or one hundred and fifty images, and you get given three hundred images, and, and they say you know you've got to choose one hundred and fifty images. I love the idea of just getting thirty key images. And then getting the digital files, which, you know, you're going to look through and then maybe you'll get them out every couple of years or something. But focusing on those 30 key images and then, like you say, maybe just having a couple of big prints for the wall. I mean, that that's it's such a an easy way of uh, of getting those memories put together. I, I think it is. And I think I think the problem with digital is that um, the you you're basically only as a photographer. You're only as good as your worst image. So, if you're producing, say, 150 images, they're not all going to be very, very good. There's going to be some that aren't so good, and you're going to have some that that maybe you know you feel kind of need to be in there just because it's expected. But I I, I try to be quite 
self-critical and try and kind of try and put my my, my um, myself into the shoes of the bride and groom and say, well, you know, what would they want to see? They would want to see good quality. They want to see the key moments. They don't want to see, you know, 20 images of, you know, a, a few people dancing around the dance floor. They want to see that one hilarious moment when the bride, you know, was being carried around the room and um, and maybe, you know, the uncle um, the, or the old grandfather was dancing with the youngest person that was there. Those are two really memorable moments, but everybody else just dancing around that isn't that memorable. Um, they still might be reasonable photographs, but they're not going to be memorable. So, and I think it's, I think if you can whittle down what you show or what, whittle down the options for the bride and groom and to a certain extent whittle down what you show them, I think your quality shines through, but also the memories are much stronger of the event because they're not diluted by the, by the other images that aren't as good or aren't showing memorable moments. Mm, and actually speaking of whittling down, Charlie, then, if if you, you must have a massive set list. Um, on the day, do you feel out the couple and the dancing to choose which tracks to play, or do you organise that in advance? Uh, we have a, a wealth of repertoire all up in here, and we just go by the response we get. We kind of you, you learn to read an audience and see what's working and what's not. Or you see if they need a rest, if they're up for the fast stuff, if they need a, we can intersperse it with some folk music. And, and later on, we we'll often do a disco if it's a wedding. We can put on the disco for the last hour if mm -hmm. people are having a problem communicating. Sometimes it's easier to go on the disco. <laughs> yeah. but, no, the, we have a, a lot of stuff with the Kaylee as well. We, we kind of know what works and yeah, we can go through it. Do you want a demonstration? Brilliant. Uh, we'll move on, actually. Um, yeah, so that was a that was um, a lot of good information there shared, guys, actually. A lot of things I hadn't thought about. I certainly hadn't heard of a Folio album. Um, and it was great to hear about the, the music composition. That's uh, both very sort of interesting ways to make the wedding day memorable. So thanks very much.